Thanks for tuning in to the Empowerment Project Podcast, a safe space for women of all walks of life to gather together, get honest, and discover more about the God-given identity and power we can claim through Christ. I'm your host, Michaela Modlin, and this podcast is a place of quiet retreat, girl talks, and scripture-inspired truths that challenge women to live changed. So get comfy, because we're about to get real. Hey, you guys, what's up? You're listening to the Empowerment Project Podcast, episode 19. We're almost to 20. I feel like that's somewhat of a milestone. I don't know, maybe it's just me. I just feel like 20, it's like, yes, we're out of the teens and we're sailing. You know what I mean? (laughs) Anyways, hey, you guys, what's up? Welcome back. I'm really excited about today's topic. Today we are talking about friendships, toxic friendships, boundaries we need to have. Um, I asked you guys just last week what topics you guys wanted to hear, and someone suggested this one, and I was like, this is an awesome topic because so many people, like, will DM me or, like, that's probably one of the biggest, like, categories or like types of DMs that I get is over friendships, even more so than like boys or dating or um, other kinds of, um, you know, issues that someone might be having. There's always some sort of like friendship question or something in my DM. So I'm like, oh my gosh, yes, this would be wonderful because friendships are so, so important. But before we get into any of that, obviously, we are starting off with valleys and peaks, and then we're going to jump into a quick Ask Mick, and then we're going to dive into our topic for today. So if you are wanting to hear about all of that, just make sure that you kind of sit tight. So valley, I'm always going to start off with valley because we always want to end on a peak. Am I right? Okay, great. (laughs) So valley, my podcast mic is broken. Sad, like sad violin music. Oh my gosh. I, that's why if you listen to last week's episode, um, that is why that, uh, like muffled kind of like static was in, um, one portion of the podcast. And that is where that was coming from is my mic is broken. And I'm like, you have to be kidding me. So we are making do this week. I'm using the same mic, but I have it kind of like rigged up like the thing that plugs in like bent and is like, so hopefully we're not catching any static right now. That would make me so sad because I cannot like get myself to upload um, another podcast with static in it. So I would have to record all this over. So fingers crossed that there's no static going on right now. Um, But yeah, that is a valley because podcast mics aren't cheap. So if I need to order one. I'm going to try and make do, uh, you know, as long as I can with this one that I have right now, but I feel like it is definitely on its last leg and, uh, I'm going to have to probably order a new one, which is fine. Um, but it's just like, gosh, dang it. Of course. So yeah, that is my valley this week. Um, super, super minor. I really couldn't think, I have a lot of peaks. I really couldn't think, um, of a valley. Uh, and that's, you know, not even that big of a deal, this valley right here. So I'm like, you know, blessed, feeling good that that's all I have to, you know, worry about, then that's awesome. I do have a little bit of a cold right now. I don't know if you guys can tell in my voice. I've just been like chugging kombucha for some reason. That helps me so much whenever I'm sick is, um, so I use, I drink the Synergy Organic Kombucha and I have, I like the gingerberry kind. Um, if you're a kombucha drinker, if not, this is the one that I recommend you trying. I feel like it's the less strong of all of them, but I am absolutely obsessed with kombucha whenever I am sick. Um, or well, when I'm not sick, but especially when I'm sick, like I woke up with a sore throat this morning and I was like, the first thing in my head was like, oh my gosh, I need to grab a kombucha because I always keep some in the refrigerator for me to, um, sip around on. Um, but anyway, yeah, so 
I'm sipping on one of those and I feel like I got a little spurt of energy so I was like and this is the only night that I have available to record the pod so I was like oh thank goodness I'm like you know feeling you know some some sort of like energy and so I'm just sitting here sipping on my kombucha and um recording this podcast and so happy to just be like have the energy to sit here and talk because you know when you're sick it's just so hard to like work up energy to even like roll over and like text somebody so yeah um but yeah those that's my valley um which is not even you know horrible at all so I'm super blessed and and happy um my peak so I have a couple of peaks the first one is my current projects that I'm working on right now um my current projects that I have like on deck are so fun and they're not even just for me it's for things that other people have hired me to do or asked me to do that I'm working on right now so a lot of it's like branding content a lot of it's like putting together packages for them like branding packages for them or branding kits um and just kind of like working on their social media and putting together graphics and just like coming up with color palettes and all the fun like beginning stages of all of that that's like so much fun to have a hand in because that's really where you like you know gain your vision for the project or the thing that they're about to do it's like all the creative process behind that before you actually like launch it and start doing all the work on it so I'm just having so much fun with all of my current projects and the people that I'm working for um and then the other things um so my emails like I just got a bunch of new subscribers on my email um and I actually have a lot of new subscribers on my YouTube too so if you're interested if you're a YouTube watcher I definitely am I love watching YouTube um and if you do uh go check out my YouTube make sure that you subscribe because I'm getting a lot of new subscribers on there and so it's just been a whole lot of fun I just I, I love that um and it's definitely a peak to kind of see the community growing and things like that uh and then just honestly so since I've been seeing like more subscribers and people and email is something I've always wanted to do more of um sometimes it's hard to it's kind of hard to figure out exactly what that looks like when it comes to an email because I don't want it just to be like a text. I want it to have like a little bit of value whenever it drops into your guys' inbox so that you always have something to click on. You always have like, you know, that extra step to go to like make, to feel like you're getting something out of the email that it's not just like an annoying, um, you know, little text box that box that pops up. Um, but you actually feel like you're getting something out of being subscribed. And so I feel like for me, I finally got together like a nice email funnel and things that I can and start giving to you guys um, through email and I feel like I'm finally getting that off the ground so that's just like such a weight off my shoulders um, and it makes me so happy that I finally have some direction on that and then also I have um, my first downloadable up on the shop it's free so you shouldn't have to input your um, credit card information. I know that it kind of like gives you that option, but you don't have to actually put it in. You should be able to bypass that. And I think you still have to put your address in for some reason, but I think it's just because it's listed as a product. If I can fix that, I definitely will. Um, right now, it's just listed as... Um, like zero dollars like zero dollars and so it's free so you like even if you did put your credit card information in it's not going to take anything out there won't be any transaction made uh, but I just want to put everything on there so that are on the shop so that you guys can go to one like central place to get all of the downloads rather than you know having to like trail back and find like this blog post or this email or whatever it is so that you can just kind of like go and shop around but kind of shop around for free eventually there will be things um, like downloadables and templates and devotionals and things like that that I will put up there that will cost money um, but you know for me my goal is to just serve you guys and share things with you guys um, that I you know feel are of value and so sometimes that always doesn't 
me and me asking you for money, if that makes sense. But yeah, so I'm going to have a lot more downloadables up on MichaelaModulin.com um, forward slash shop. So make sure that you are checking that out. But um, if you aren't subscribed to my email list, um, you can do that on MichaelaModulin.com as well. Just scroll down and click. Oh, I think it's like, let's, um, let me look. I think it says let's connect or let's get started. Oh, let's make it official. Yeah, and so you can just sign up there on the homepage of my website. And yeah, so uh, you don't miss out on anything. Okay, so the the question for this week for that Ask Mick, and literally nobody had any creative insight on what we should call this. If you like Ask Mick, that's fine. <laughs> I don't really know if I like it. Maybe I'll kind of get used to it as we go along, but um, I would love to kind of call it something different. It doesn't even have to have my name in it, but, you know, maybe we'll get there if anyone comes up with anything. So one question that we had this week was how do you manage stress? So for me... I am someone I feel like is, I feel like we're all under a lot of stress. Um, and I feel like people who struggle with saying no are under um, an exponential, exponential, I don't know if I'm saying that word right, um, I'm tired, <laughs> amount of stress. And I think that's because we just get ourselves involved in so much. Um, I think people who are good with time management can definitely um, navigate that um, better and more efficiently. But everyone still, you know, has to manage and deal with stress. So for me, what I've come to find, there have been definitely seasons in my life where I'm like, I, I feel like I'm always the same amount of stressed, um, unless there's some huge project that's going on, uh, that I, you know, is, is really like a lot of weight on me. Um, then obviously I'm more stressed then, but I feel like I'm always kind of stressed because I'm always, uh, you know, trying to get involved in new projects and, and things like that. And always just kind of like exerting myself, um, which I love to do. I love, I feel like I work better under stress. And so I kind of just live in a constant state of stress. Um, something for me, like when I was in college, I always knew that the, the more stress that I was under, the better I would perform and which is weird I don't know if that's twisted if there's any like psychology majors or anything out there listening to this let me know if that's twisted but I always performed better under stress so I I um in college I uh you know signed up for a lot of credit hours I think one one semester I had 21 credit hours and then I worked two jobs that equaled um 40 hours a week. I worked 20 at, at both, and which is normal, a normal part-time job, except I just had two part-time jobs. And so but that all kind of balanced out. Like I was working full-time um, because I worked 40 hours a week. And then I had school full-time that I was doing 21 credit hours. And I was also on dance team and then my sorority. But those, those semesters of just complete stress, like I thrived. I don't know what it is. I just, I think because I know that I cannot let myself slack, um, that I end up performing really well. So I don't know, for me, stress just, it drives me. Um, but I know that definitely you need to know how to manage it. If you don't know how to manage it, then, um, it will overrun you. And so I think for me, um, some of the things that I've learned just when it comes to managing stress is like, sometimes you have, there are certain things that you just have to let go. So as a perfectionist, like something that would just bother me to my core is not having my room clean before going to bed. And it really like, would kill me but or like not having my closet organized or not having like this thing done but it's stuff that is not going to like it's not going to have a huge impact on the day to come and so recognizing that sleep is more important than this or you know just being able to prioritize time prioritize things in a way that is going to benefit you and that um 
is best for your time and then I think also pouring into yourself um, in kind of like minor ways that you may not think are um, impacting you but they definitely are like making sure that you're drinking enough water making sure that you're getting enough sleep because then you're able to think clearly you're able to be level-headed make better decisions and you're you're um, not going to be like frantic and manic in your head because um, you got enough sleep and you are handling all of the things you've got going on well and so sometimes like literally even if I was setting protests or something like that like I would be like I need to go to sleep I know I don't feel like I know this information as well as I would like to but I know that sleep is so important to me right now that even if I stay up um you know longer to study it like my sleep is going to matter more in the morning than it is going to be to stay up all night and try to remember like remember this stuff because the truth is like if, if you don't have it if you don't know it by now, there's, you know, you're not going to know it. And then especially on lack of sleep, it's going to be even harder to recall. So just being able to, you know, reason with yourself and ration with yourself and know your costs and your, um, or what's it called? Your costs and your, I don't know, pros and cons, I guess is what I'm getting at. <laughs> but um, I can't think of the other word. Someone, you're probably thinking of it right now, but I don't know what it is. Um, but just being able to like outweigh those things and know what's more important right then at that time. And then the other thing is, is like do things that your future self is going to thank you for. So instead of just like getting home and you're so exhausted, just throwing your stuff on the floor, just go ahead, power through that next minute and literally put things where they need to be, hang your purse up or do this or do that or wash your turvis or um, before bed, uh, you know, getting your things ready for the next morning, like making sure that you are taking care of your future self, because whenever you're in a rush and you're flying around, you know, trying to get things done, you're going to, that that's always going to go smoother because your past self took care of your present self. And, um, you're just going to be really thankful that you took the time. Just go ahead and do that. Um, so kind of like not even like planning ahead, just like being aware of the things that you're doing right now and how that's going to affect you in the future. Like, you know, getting gas before going home home when you know you have a long drive in the morning um so just you know taking care of yourself whenever you have the time to do so so and then obviously you know become good at managing your time and um you know keep yourself accountable hold yourself accountable but then also recognizing whenever you need to just chill because I that's something that I do a lot um I know if I'm like overexerting myself, like I'm like, okay, I need to just take a day and I'm not going to work on anything at all, period. Like I'm going to spend time with Jesus. I'm going to just kind of like hang out around the house. I'm going to allow my mind to recoup because like just because, you know, you're sitting at home working, that's not resting. Like you're not giving your mind time to rest. So um, that's something that I like to do is like make sure that like if I know that I need time, I will schedule a massage or I will um, schedule a pedicure. Or I'll ask my friend if they she wants to go get a pedicure or manicure or something like that because that is relaxing to me and um yeah so it's just like being able to make sure that I'm pouring into myself you know and making sure that I feel like I'm taking care of myself and obviously eating right I'm not the queen of that um but I can tell a huge difference um whenever I'm eating right I feel a lot better about my schedule about myself that I am like on top of things that I'm doing good so I think stress management isn't so much stress management but it's like self-management making sure that you're taking care of yourself so that you're in the right mind to be able to manage your stress and not let it completely overrule you okay so I hope that answered your question. Hope you got something valuable out of it. Um, we are going to go ahead and jump in to today's topic. I still don't really have a title for it right now as we sit here, um, but we're going to be talking about 
um, boundaries and just friendship and what a toxic friendship looks like. Um, and sometimes whenever you need to get out of a friendship and, you know, just kind of like signs to look out for, I feel like this is something that hits very close to me. Um, just because someone is not a bad friend doesn't necessarily mean that they're good for you. And this is something that I had to come to terms with. And I remember a friend telling me that once I, you know, started to walk in this relationship with Jesus that I was going to start losing friends. And I, and I know that she meant in a way that was like, they weren't going to want to hang out with me. But I also knew that in a way it meant that they were just weren't going to be on the same path as me. And so I think that friendships are very important to the person that you become. Like you are who you hang out with and your future is as bright as your friendship group. And that literally could not be more true. I know people that get, um, you know, surrounded with the wrong people. They get caught up with the wrong people. Um, their lives end up going on a completely different path than they had hoped and it's always a slow fade like they just starts out as like a friendship and then you start acting like them thinking like them which is you know how friendships work you know the more that you're around them um you're going to pick up their habits you're going to pick up their morals and the things that are important to them and you guys are kind of kind of start walking alike and um not in like a real sense maybe but <laughs> but more so like through life you're going to have the same reactions to things. You're going to think the same ways about things. And so um, you can be friendly with people, but not everyone has to be like you're in your circle, if that makes sense. Because I'm not saying or advocating in any way not to be friendly with people or to like completely cut people out of your life. I think that is important. Um, I've done that recently because I knew that I had to do it. Um, but I think that that is a very kind of like extensive sort of um, scenario where you need to do that. But I'm not advocating for just like, you know, being rude to people or cutting them out or hurting them in any way. But I'm talking about protecting yourself, protecting your heart and protecting, you know, who you are and who you want to become. So just to start off by saying I do have friends that are not Christians. Um, I love them to death. I get along with them. Amazing. We have an amazing friendship. Um, because I feel like I mean, Jesus is friend of sinners, like he he loves everybody. And that's my goal as well. Like, I never want to not be friends with someone simply because they don't believe the same things that I do. Um, and I want to show them Jesus and show them unconditional love and be able to just pour into them. Um, something that I don't recommend, though, is not letting them pour into you because they are not coming from a place of um, a Christian heart. And they may be coming from a good heart, but a good heart isn't always a God heart. Um, and so, you know, ways that the world sees as okay is not necessarily biblically okay, if that makes sense. And so you can definitely respect their opinion, respect what they have to say, and know that they're coming from a place of love, but you don't have to take their advice or let them pour into you. So if you're struggling with a problem, um, I know for me, if I'm struggling with a problem, a non-Christian friend is not somebody that I go to. Um, definitely, especially if I'm dealing with something, you know, in the church or not that I do anymore, but if I'm struggling with like a question or something that I've heard, like that's not someone that I'm going to go to because that's just going to confuse them further and they're not in a place where they can understand and withstand that questioning and because they don't believe in God and so that's going to just hurt them more. So um, that's definitely not someone that I would go to with that. But I definitely do not take advice from people who aren't seeking Jesus because I don't feel like they're coming from a place of biblical wisdom, obviously, because they're not trying to, which is fine. 
um, you know, completely up to them. They have free will to do anything that they want to do. Um, just as I have mine to <clears throat> to chase after Jesus. So, but my 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 point with that is is if you have a friend that is not chasing Jesus, that is constantly pouring into your life and altering your decisions and helping you navigate things, I would definitely reevaluate that. And I don't think you need to reevaluate the friendship, so to speak, if it's not hurting you. Um, but I would definitely not take their advice on how to handle things because it's not coming from a place of uh, biblical truth, which is something that obviously we need to be holding very dear. I also have friends who are Christian um, that I wouldn't necessarily take advice from either. And not even like, I mean, I only give them advice if they want advice from me because obviously I am going to be coming from a place of biblical truth. Um, but again, they may not think the same way that I do, which is totally fine. But I always hear them out. I always respect their opinion. I always listen to them and soak in what they're saying to me because I value their words and I value their opinion. But to me, it's like I don't necessarily know um, if it's advice that I would take. So I think, you know, being conscious of that, looking at someone's, you know, life walk or how they live and being able to filter out good advice versus bad advice. And even like I said, if it is good advice, maybe it's not God advice. If it doesn't line up with the word, if it doesn't line up with forgiveness, if it doesn't line up with speaking truth in life over people, then I would definitely reevaluate the advice that they're giving. And I don't, like I said, I think this is a friendship that you need to throw out. I think it's fine, but I think you need to be in the proper headspace in order to be in a, um, in a friend, uh, in like a friendship like that, in order for them not to alter your thinking. So if you are like concrete in your faith, you know exactly, you know, the truth and the truth that you stand on, not allowing their opinions to alter what you know to be biblical truth. And so I think that you need to have a good grasp on that before you can, you know, kind of, I guess, sit down and like have heart to hearts with them and be able to like filter out things, which, and, you know, even just having a filter and I think you need to have a filter with literally all of your friends and be able to know where they're coming from um and you know who you're letting pour into your life so the first thing that I kind of wanted to um talk about as like a sign or something like or like you know just things to kind of like keep in mind whenever you're kind of going through your friendships and if I had guessed there are probably some of you that are already kind of like contemplating some friendships right now as you listen to this you've been like wondering if it's a good friendship if you just need to kind of stick it out and um, I was talking to one of my friends the other day and we were just kind of conversing and she was telling me about one of her friends and the way that that person treats her and she was like you know I'm just really trying to give you know give them grace and I, I want to extend this grace because I know that God's given me so much grace and I'm like I was like yeah but there's a difference between giving someone grace and making excuses for them because no one can like it's they, people you you people aren't just allowed to treat you badly because of grace like that's not how a relationship with God is and that's not how your relationship with other people should be you continually continuously being degraded or hurt or treated badly simply because you're trying to give this person grace and I think there's always a, a thin line with that um, even when it comes to dating because you're trying to give them grace you know they've been hurt in the past and it's like yes give them grace but there's a difference between that and making excuses for them to treat people poorly 
So one thing that I want to um, talk about is listen, like what, when you're with that friend, normally when you're with a friend, you have kind of like a central topic that you guys uh, dance around. And just, I think paying attention to the things that are spoken about um, when you guys are hanging out, like pay attention to what you're talking about when you guys are together. Like what monsters are you feeding for each other? Um, I think that's really that and then comes this you know self-awareness thing that I preach but really what do you guys bond over what things do you have in common that that contribute to a healthy uplifting friendship if it's not really anything that I wouldn't necessarily call it a healthy and uplifting friendship if all you guys do when you get together is talk bad about somebody or bond over negative things happening or just like talk crap about other people or like what do you guys bond over is it something that is healthy is it something that is uplifting like really dive deep into that and think about what you guys have in common and what takes up the most space in your in your friendship and in your time together and that can even go to like check out the group check like the group text like what do you guys text about the most is it sending screenshots of somebody um is it you know like sending receipts or like what's the drama like what are you guys bonding over I think that's super important to um pay attention to because that is the foundation that your friendship is built on and I know now for me I'm in a place where I can go to those group texts or I can go and see like what um our our foundations are built on and for me all of it is Jesus like it's prayer time or it's like asking someone for prayer or it's telling someone that I'm praying for them or it's you know Jesus talks or theoretical um, discussions and things like that and obviously that's not everything but that is really the basis of our friendship and what we really really bond over I mean we have topics outside of that and things that we talk about etc but whenever you kind of like all of it boils down um that is really for my close friendships like for my my tight circles like that is what we talk about but and then for my friendships who aren't necessarily like chasing Jesus like they might be Christian but they're not like gung-ho on like in church and doing all this and like I they they always say like you will you take faith very seriously and I do <laughs> I do but that doesn't make what they're doing like less or anything I know that they're Christian I know that they love Jesus um and so uh but whenever it comes to like those relationships and stuff everything that we talk about is uplifting it's talking about our goals it's talking about like um you know me praying for them I'll send them you know things that I'm like praying about them for asking them how they're doing and so it is all like this it, it is it's health it's not that we're bonding over other people's crap and I think that is a lot of friendship these friendships these days and just the way that we speak to each other and I think it can be funny you know and at some point I don't know maybe I've outgrown it I don't know if it's if I'm thinking this because I've outgrown it or if it's just I'm not in that stage of life I don't know but like you know, when you would call your friend, like, hey, what's up, whore, or something like that, like, I don't know, I just wouldn't say that, because I see my friends as, like, a someone that is so special, and I never want to put that on them, if that makes sense, I don't know, um, uh, that might just be my age, <laughs> I don't know, I don't think so, because I think there are older people than me that do that, but I just don't want to, I feel like everything is in, um, 
where life and death is in the power of the tongue. And so I think, you know, making sure that we're speaking to our friends with respect and with love and coming from a place of like genuine, you know, love. And some of you guys are probably like, okay, McKellen, you're too deep right now. And maybe I am. I don't know. I don't know. But I think that, you know, having a, you know, having your friendship and treating your friend with the utmost respect, the respect that she needs to um, have. And you can joke and have fun. Like we, I totally do that. But I think that you accept the love that you receive like so you know I want to be a safe space for that person because I don't know what they're dealing with outside of whatever and I may be the only encouraging thing that they um, hear all day and so I want to every moment that I'm around them like it's my goal to uplift and encourage and and just like listen to them and help them walk through something or like you know ask them how their day is going and so I don't know maybe some of you guys are rolling your eyes <laughs> I don't know but um, I think it's really important to just boil like let everything boil down and see what foundation your friendship was built on like go back to the origin of your friendship when did you guys become friends like what did you bond over in the beginning what has that blossomed into because some people bond over like traumatic things like some people bond over like hating the same person um like that's not far-fetched like people absolutely 100% do that um and I think uh it's you know I for me and my friendships um, we bond over loving the same person, which is loving Jesus. And then my other friendships, uh, we bond over loving each other. And it's not really, you know, we don't bond over, um, disliking somebody or something like that. But really all of that, I mean, every situation is going to be different, but just letting everything boil down and look at your friendships and what the common ground is that you both stand on. And I think that will reveal the healthy, um, the healthiness of your relationship or the toxicity of your friendship and why you may be feeling the way that you do. So another thing that I wanted to touch on in um, a toxic friendship you find yourself in competition with them. And this is so true. I have definitely had friends like this. And I know there are friends that do this, like kind of like, you know, frenemies or whatever. But I think even this dates back to like sports for me. Um, you know, like when I was even like grade school or high school or whatever, like we would just constantly be in competition with each other. We would love each other, but it was really hard for us to rejoice in each other's accomplishments because it wasn't about like we were self-involved and so something that's so important in relate friendships today when I say relationships I'm talking about friendships yeah just you know referencing that um but whenever you your friend succeeds in something you should be able to without hesitation rejoice and praise them and love them and be like genuinely happy for them it should not like strike a chord in you um there should not be jealousy that rises up because they're your friend you want them to do good and so if you are feeling like that whenever you see them succeed in something or you're struggling to be happy for them with something I say definitely you should go back to you know that common ground and try to figure out what the what the relationship is based off of because if you are not praying the absolute best for your bestie gal then I think that there is definitely a red flag there 
So for a, a boundary for me would definitely be refuse to compete. And I think that you're always going to kind of jump those hurdles um, just in growing in relationship with people. Uh, because like even for me, like relationships that are super healthy, like I had to overcome that hurdle with like feeling jealous or if they, they were getting something or getting certain kind of attention from something or whatever. Um, but being able to like hurdle over that. So if you find yourself being able to like work through that, then I think that's wonderful. I think that's a healthy friendship just something that needs to be worked through which is totally normal in relationships but um yeah I would definitely try to pay attention to that so that it doesn't grow because you guys can't grow together if you know you are either wanting them down or you can tell that they are having trouble rejoicing for you so yeah, definitely pay attention to that. If you feel like you can't tell them good things going on in your life or fear that they're going to get jealous, I would um, definitely advise you uh, <laughs> maybe uh, definitely, re mm, I don't know, just make sure that, that that friendship is healthy and it's something that can be um, dealt with and worked through. So the next thing that I have here is um, just kind of like another red flag is your best friend blurts out criticism with self-righteous attitude. You know that friend that thinks that they know everything? Um, that can be, you know, grounds for a toxic friendship because if you're someone like, okay, if you're somebody who... Um, struggles with saying no to people, you are going to be a prime candidate for being in a relationship that is toxic or being in a, um, being in a friendship that is toxic because you are someone that that superior person feels that they can control. I've been in friendships like this and I'm definitely someone who struggles with saying no. Like I was at this person's like beck and call all the time and I've been in multiple friendships like this because I am just like I'm so you know okay yeah that sounds fine like I oh I don't know you guys choose you decide like I'm okay I'm whatever. Um very like uh not assertive like I am now um but they saw me as someone that they could control and I was but that was my own fault I made myself that person um but that did not that was not grounds for a good healthy friendship so definitely I would <laughs> keep a lookout for that and if they are not approaching things in love um then I think it's definitely something that needs to be revisited as well so just like just thinking about it like if you are feeling like you have to walk around on eggshells or that you can't tell them no or they're very very jealous of your time or you can tell that they kind of like control the friendship but you're almost like a way that I kind of like to think about it is like you're almost like their security blanket. Um, like they need you because they need somebody with them. They need to feel loved. They need to feel needed. They need to feel accepted. They take you with you, take you with them everywhere that they go. Um, and it's because they, they need you and that's fine. You should need your friends and stuff, but it should not be to a point of like a controlling type of thing where, you know, they control who you want to date, who you like, or can talk you in of or out of certain things or can, um, you know, like they should be able to listen to what you have to say and then uplift you in exactly just that not be like you know I don't really think you should do that or this or that it's their need for some kind of control and you are somebody that they can control and so if they you know lash out if you if they feel comfortable like giving you criticism from like a self-righteous um attitude 
that's a huge red flag because I know for me and my friends, and I'm not saying I have perfect relations, perfect friendships. I am not saying that at all, but I do think that I have very healthy, healthy friendships. And, um, I don't have a problem priding myself in that because it's taken a lot of work. And, um, I think it's, I don't think it's something that we need to be ashamed of, you know, to talk up, to say like, I have healthy friendships. I'm so thankful for my friend group. Um, you know, we're constantly lifting each other up in prayer and it's wonderful. Like I want you guys to have that. If you don't, if you don't at least have one person that you have that with and if you need someone like I'm more than happy to like you know be that person um but you're as friends you guys should always approach approach each other from a place of love that is a rule that I have with my super tight circle um that if they feel the need to tell me something like and like it's it's respected either way like I do not go to them if I am angry or um you know yelling at them or they did something stupid which literally we wouldn't talk to each other like that anyways but I we don't approach each other unless it's coming from a place of love so even if like they're in a relationship that we're not necessarily 100% about like I'm not gonna go to them and be like he's stupid he sucks you need to get it together like you're allowing yourself to be treated like trash like f this I'm mad no I'm your friend so I'm sticking up for you and I'm gonna be bold and blah 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 like bro that ain't it. Like you may love them, but you're not coming from a place of love. You're coming from a place of anger. And that is not going to solve anything because nobody is moved out of a place of anger. People are moved out of places of love. That is where people change from. So a way to approach that would just be like, I love you so much. And I just really want you to recognize your worth. And like, you know, you are able to make your own decisions. I want you to know that I'm going to be here and stand right next to you and I know that you know that you're struggling with this and or that you're struggling with him or etc or whatever it is um but I love you so much and you know that this isn't a life that I would pick for you um but etc 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 I'm your friend I've got your back whatever um and the thing is is like if you have right if you not raise them they're not your children but if you uplift them in a way that helps them to respect themselves they're not going to stay in that relationship or they're not going to continue doing that thing because you've already get, shown them love that um you know that they should expect from other people if that makes any sense I don't know if that's making sense but it is proven effective in my relationships and problem areas like throughout my friendships I'm um, just you know praying for them and being by them because if you like force somebody into a breakup or something like that and then they end up regretting it because they didn't see it they're going to end up resenting you because you are controlling them and that is just not going to be healthy for the friendship at all they always need to come to that conclusion on their own because they need to know how to filter you know other relationships too they need to know how to draw those conclusions and how to make those decisions like you're not their mom like they can make their own choices you may get fed up and annoyed and whatever but they're still your friend and whenever you entered into a friendship with them like it's not conditional you know what I mean unless they are obviously like treating you bad or something or it's like toxic for you then yes you need to take care of yourself but it is not your job to control them who they date or whatever it's your job to love them through it so if they are coming at you from a place of like criticism and self-righteousness definitely a big red flag and try to like communicate that with them 
that's another thing I have here is that you should be able to express your needs to your friends. Like, <laughs> this kind of sounds weird um, in a little bit of a way because I guess I never thought about being able to do this until, um, you know, I started, like, getting into, like, really healthy friendships. Um, it's like I would be like, guys, I really just need you right now. I need to just... I, I need this or I need that. I need this thing from this friendship right now for whatever I was going through. Just being able to express my needs and have them show up. And so you should be able to tell them what you need. And if you feel like you're walking on eggshells, like we said earlier, then you're not going to feel comfortable expressing that need. And even if it's just like, I need time to myself, if you feel like you can't say that to your friend, you may be in a friendship that is toxic and they feel the need to control you or need to be like around you 24 seven, but you should be able to freely be like, yo, I need to just be alone. I can't go meet with you. I can't do this. I can't do that. Like, this is what I need right now. And I need you to come through with on the other side of that same coin is you also need to respect each other's time and be able to um, express that as well. So like, you know, if you guys have plans to do something, you definitely need to be a woman of your word or a man of your word and be able to... <clears throat> be able to um, follow through with that and, you know, meet their needs as well, if that makes sense. So it's, it's you know, it's not always going to be 50-50 because it's, you know, it is give and take, but sometimes the other person is just going to need more. Um, and yeah, that's definitely something to keep in mind um, is just like respecting each other's times and being able to respecting each other's time, being able to express your needs and your wants and being completely comfortable to share that with them or whatever you're struggling with and not feel judged. And also know that they're not going to hold that against you. Like if you feel like you can't share your heart with them, definitely another red flag that I would um try to pay attention to um because if you don't feel like here's the other thing if they are talking bad about another friend to you girl they are talking about you to the other friend I'm just gonna break I'm just putting it plain and simple right now that is 100% happening you are no exception to the rule that person if that's how they bond with other people is by talking about other people you best believe they are bonding with other people talking about you and that sounds kind of like oh far-fetched like she would never do that but is it it's not. It definitely happens. They like if, if they have no moral sense or if that is what their other friendships are built off of is like, you know, these kind of like spiteful things or like going back and forth about what you did. And if you ever have to wonder if you're being talked about. You should never have to even question that. I know right now that my friends would 100% not talk bad about me to the other person and we don't talk bad about the other person to each other. Never, ever, ever. We may share concerns. We may share um, our hearts or, um, you know, things that uh, are constructive or out of love, but it is never spiteful or she does this or she does that, blah, blah, blah. We're never feeding each other um, in a negative way about that other person because we love that person and we want to create an atmosphere that they feel loved and I also don't want that friend to think that I'm going to go talk bad about the other person you know what I mean so um you know being able to know that there is no backhanded things going on within the friendship is super super important um and just kind of like going in the same um kind of like 
area with or the same kind of like friendship if you feel like you're riding their emotional roller coaster and this kind of like hit home with me because you know like that friend that's always got drama or they always have updates or they always have things that they needed to shout like they're texting me like girl we gotta get together because like I gotta update you like I gotta let you know like this is what's going on like f this or that or whatever like that's not a healthy relationship or friendship because you were constantly riding their emotional roller coaster you're constantly um keeping up with their drama what's going on like it's that person that's just like always got something and that is not grounds for a healthy relationship because it is not constructive and you guys are just running around in circles like misery loves company and I think we've talked about this before but if that is um you know what where they're living in and so uh, another reason that uh, that person might be you know so controlling or need you is because they're miserable and they need someone else to be miserable with them so they are constantly coming to you with their drama with their problems and you're having to sit there and pretend they like care about this and I, that was a place that I found myself is like it wasn't that I didn't care about what they were going through but it was just like all of this is so unavoidable like this is just not even anything that we have to be wasting our time on and I was getting exhausted keeping up with the charades of pretending to care and it's like this isn't healthy for me and I'm finding myself with more enemies because I'm friends with you because you have to be enemies with everybody and that is not what I want for my life like I want to be I want to be good with people like I don't like I don't and honestly just because that person offended you I don't want to be mad at them because I genuinely don't even think that they meant to offend you like things like that like that person that's just like mad at the world and they need you to be mad at the world with them so definitely evaluate those friendships as well but yeah, if you are not plugged into a Christian sisterhood, a Christian, um, you know, girl group or whatever, like I strongly encourage you to like find a Bible study or find a church or just even girls online. Like there's so many, you know, Christian girls online that are happy to chat and befriend you and like post uplifting things and just like are there and so I mean like just do what you can with what you got but I would definitely say not having as many friends is definitely worth having good friends if that made any sense like I would definitely take like the amount of friends I have now um and the amazing friendships that I have with them versus like having 50 more friends if that makes sense because I'm being like poured into I'm being encouraged I'm being loved like you know the amount of my friends that send me stuff that is like I'm so proud of you I love you so much like you're doing amazing like and and I do the same for them like I've got I was just texting one of my friends the other day that was like you are freaking killing it like I am so proud of you I'm so proud to call you one of my best friends like I love you I pray for you and just like just being that person because as a friend like that's what a friend does a friend uplifts their friend like you love that person like you are not there to cause problems in your life in their life you are there to help um you know make their life better so you know be that person be encouraging be uplifting and help them you know if you love your friend you're going to help them walk out the best possible version of their life you're not going to be feeding their misery or stuck doing whatever like in this endless cycle of you know whatever the toxicity that is in their life um you're going to call those things out of them draw those things out of them refuse to you know sit in this 
misery with them. Like, that's something me and my friends, like, if they're constantly dwelling in something, like, I'm there for them. But if they are, you know, if it's starting to control their lives, like, I'm like, listen, let's talk about this because you are letting this thing control your life. And as a friend, sometimes there comes tough love, but it's never critical. It's always from a place of love. Like, you're letting this control your life. And sister, like, there is so much more worth living for. Like, let's focus on this. Let's focus on this. And checking in with them, texting them, and be like, hey, how are you doing? How can I pray for you? Like, what's going on? What's going through your head today? And just being that accountability for them and just making sure that you are adding to their life, not taking away or feeding their insecurities or their monsters or their anger towards the world. So, oh my goodness, I think I went a little over on this episode, but I hope that you guys enjoyed it. I am sick, so I had to pause this like 45 times to drink my kombucha because my throat is like falling out of my body. <laughs> but I hope that you guys got something out of this um, episode and I hope it shed some light on maybe some tough areas in your life right now. Um, maybe I'll grab um, some of my gal pals here that live in town and we can do a little um, Q&A about friendships and I think that would be kind of fun. So maybe, yeah, I'll do, I will do that here within the next um, couple months or so. And I'll sit down with them and we can kind of talk about, you know, things that fly in our friendship, things that don't, uh, and, you know, you know, healthy traits of our friendships and compare it with uh, other toxic um, friendships that we've had in the future. Um, like I said, our friendship, it definitely isn't perfect, but I would say it is extremely, extremely healthy. I'm so thankful for the people that I'm surrounded with, especially, especially my friends that don't live around here. I'm so thankful for them and just being able to, you know, FaceTime them any given time and, you know, be lifted up and just be loved. And, you know, I can just, I know that they value me and that is the type of people that you need to surround yourself with because, um, I, I mean, I literally wouldn't even be doing half of the stuff that I'm doing if it wasn't for my friend's encouragement and the way that they love me and the way that they uplift me, because that is the environment that I'm in is an uplifting one and they help me see the good in myself. And so that is how I'm able to step out and, um, exert the good that I have. And so so you have so much in you too. So you need to be around people who call that out. Anyways, I love you guys so much. I hope that you got something out of this podcast. I am out of here and I love you guys so much. Have a good rest of your day. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.